Are you ready to connect? This is the Empower Connection Podcast, where we empower our listeners to connect more fully to themselves, to each other, and to something greater. We do this with the help of myself and special guests, including healers, coaches, artists, seekers, and those on a healing journey of self-growth. Welcome. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Empowered Connection podcast. This is your host, Damodar Cordua, relationship coach, empowerment coach, and yoga and yoga wisdom teacher. Thanks, as always, for some of your precious time. Quick public service announcements are coming up on June 4th. We will be starting our first men's circle. This is going to be something that's going to be a bi-monthly offering. That means twice a month, once in person in Philadelphia at Palo Santo Yoga, if you're on the East Coast, and once a month online from anywhere in the world. This is a container to create a safe space to explore, to be supported, to be challenged in our roles as men and in our masculinity so that we can connect to our vulnerability, can connect to our emotional awareness and intelligence, connect to our empowerment in sacred space with other men, and really reach and connect to and explore and bring to the surface our divine masculine self and so that we can meet together in community and support and challenge each other in that way. So I'm really excited. My friend and I, Richie Perella, are going to be co-hosting this. So all the information's in the show notes. If you're a man looking to connect with other men in empowering, vulnerable, and beautiful ways. Also, I'll be offering some special workshops in Philadelphia in June all the info will be coming out soon. And they're all connected to a 50-hour advanced your teacher training for yoga teachers. So this is a training just for yoga teachers to dive deeper into their teaching and into their practice and empower what they can offer their students. If you'd like to reach out to me, I would be honored to talk a little bit more about what a coaching journey could look like. If you're looking to move past some roadblocks in your life, if you're in a season in your life where you're like, wait, I need to get more resource to understand my truth, my purpose, and maybe to get more resource to understand how to connect a little bit better to my loved ones. Maybe there is a rift. Maybe there is a disconnection. Maybe you're looking to learn how to become your authentic self and find the connection in your life that you most desire. So you can reach out to me if you're an individual or a couple, and we can dive in a little bit deeper through a coaching journey. We can join together and empower and transform your life and your relationships. Today's a solo podcast episode, and I'm just going to get on for a little while to say relationships. We, uh, we sometimes we take them for granted. You know, and I talk about this in the podcast a lot that we kind of get into a relationship. If it's a relationship with a friend, our primary caregivers, or even a lover, we sort of fall into it. Well, this is working out for me. It seems okay. Uh, we, I like this person. They seem to like me. We have some fun. We connect. But from my point of view, as a relationship and empowerment coach, relationships are meant to be seen consciously. And the ones that we quote unquote fall into, I'm going to put forward that you reframe, we are actually choosing, right? We're choosing every day how we are in relationship. And that's also in relationship to ourself, right? We might fall into patterns in relationship to our own self that we take for granted, but no, really we're choosing it. And that means that in these relationships that are in our life, we can also choose to create better boundaries around them, which I've talked about in previous episodes. And 
to decide how we can deepen those relationships. This is a great way to not take them for granted. And another way that we can really create more meaning, more empowerment, more connection in our life. Connection is so important. Right? The quality of our relationships dictate not only the quality of our lives, but our own health. As so many people know about, there's the Harvard study that shows that people in long-term committed relationships that are healthy are actually also physically healthy. They live longer. So the depth of our relationships not only creates physical health and happiness and connection, intimacy, but it also creates, I would say, a better quality of life, a more interesting life to lead. It would be like if you were drinking some wine and you could just kind of like take for granted, just buy any kind of wine or, or maybe coffee, whatever your thing of choices, or maybe you're not into either of those. <laughs> and maybe it's just some delightful food. And you could just eat it and not pay attention, or you could start to pay attention. How does this food make me feel? When I eat it, what is my digestion like? When I eat it, what does it bring out in me and the, the tastes and the flavors and the spices and the herbs? Wow, what are the notes? What are the uh, depths of those flavors? And how, how does that make me feel? And what type of energy does that food give me? And maybe how does it drain me or not? How much deeper can this experience bringing this food into my life be if I prepare it with my own hands, with an awareness, if I pay attention to the colors and textures and smells as I prepare it, as I uh, serve it lovingly to myself and others, and I pay attention to the colors and textures and taste when I eat it. And so this is a big practice in yoga and Ayurveda, the sister science of yoga, that we really pay attention to how we consume something we love, like food that we need. And I'm going to say the same thing with relationships. We can choose to become more conscious of them. We can choose to see, wow, how is this relationship tasting in the analogy? How do I digest it, right? Is it giving me more energy or is it taking energy? And is there actually a way I could appreciate it more? Is there a way that I could really savor the flavor of this relationship more and go deeper into that experience or not? And I would argue there is. There are ways that we can more consciously connect to our loved ones and go deeper into the experience and allow the experience to be more life-giving, allow it to give us more energy, more inspiration in this world, just like a great meal. I would say even you know more subtle and more deep in the emotional sense than a great meal. So how can we do this? Well, first of all, if you're buying into this idea that I'm putting forward, I would say make it a point, make it a priority in your life to want to deepen your relationships. How can I deepen my relationships? That could be a question that you wake up to every day. Okay, I wake up today, how, and let me say to myself, okay, I'm, I'm here, I have another day on this beautiful earth, I have an opportunity to connect to myself and connect to others and something bigger. How do I wanna deepen that connection to myself? And how do I wanna deepen that connection to others? So that's the first step in this podcast. Just ask yourself that question. How could I deepen? Because you're different than me and, and Sally's different than Joe and Sammy's different than Sam. And the way we deepen might be different, right? At the same time, I'm going to offer you some specific ways that I know will help you deepen your relationships all the time, every time. And a growth edge here is that sometimes if you start to take on these practices, you'll start to notice what relationships you actually can deepen which people in your life are open to deepening and which might not be so open. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that we need to um, shun those people or call them bad, but it does mean we might make or create different boundaries around those people with the understanding that that's not a place to go deep. 
this person is only, and our relationship is only going to stay at this level. Uh, it might be a more superficial level. I've definitely experienced that in my own life, testing the waters of like how deep, how vulnerable can I be? And I, I mentioned the men's circle that I'm co-facilitating. And if you're a man, that's a great opportunity to practice what we're talking about today in this podcast, to get in a circle with other men, or if you're a woman, you identify as a woman, or if you're non-binary in your identification, to be in circle and community with others and actually practice going deeper. And again, to kind of ping and promote what we're doing with the men's circle is that it's a great opportunity for you to do so for you to connect a little bit deeper uh, and to practice what that's like with others on a path who are willing to do so. Having said that, there might be people in your life who don't want to go there and you create the specific boundaries. That also means being realistic about relationship, kind of finding some acceptance and the limitations of our relationship. Some people want to deepen with their family of origin and they notice that they want to, but the people in their life are not willing to. Mom, dad, or caregiver is not in that place. And we might have the fantasy that if we can deepen with them, then it will resolve some of our childhood issues or trauma or hurt. But we also might have to accept that that might not be the correct space to deepen, or we might have to be very creative in deepening them. And I can help you with that with a coaching session to apply to your unique journey, how to actually be able to deepen with others who we have a hard time deepening relationship with. Okay. So having said all that, Let's get to some of the vegan meat of the matter. These are ways that you can deepen all your relationships every single time. Okay, One way is to learn more about your inner life and share that inner life with another. Okay, So that's basically saying deepening the relationship to your own self will help you deepen your relationship to another and sharing that depth instead of just keeping it to yourself. So self-reflection listening to this podcast, hiring a coach like myself or a therapist to go deeper into your journey, taking on a yoga practice, taking on a meditation practice. There's so many ways that we can deepen our understanding to, of our own selves and our relationship to our own selves, and then bridge that by learning how to share it with another person. That could be edgy. How do you do that? When do you do that? It takes both strength and vulnerability. Another way to deepen a relationship is to learn when you're with that person, and I have a whole podcast on this, and I'm sure I'm going to do a lot more podcasts on this. I'll put these different podcasts that I reference in the show notes because I don't know them right now off the top of my head. But when you're in relationship with someone, you're hanging out with them to learn when to stop talking and instead to listen. Sometimes in relationships, it feels like we're just kind of talking at each other or we're just kind of waiting to be heard by the other person, which is great. But to actually learn, to stop talking and take the seat of the listener and really listen well. Listen so well that not only you feel like you understand them, but the other person feels understood. And just like the analogy of a good meal or a nice cup of you know fancy third wave coffee or decaf coffee or a glass of wine if you drink alcohol, is to really savor what they're saying to really listen in such a way that you're really hanging in every detail, really savoring every word, really taking in, being curious and exploratory. This is a powerful way to deepen a relationship. And the next step, which I teach so many of my clients, is to reflect back to them what you hear. This is an active listening technique. Reflect back and clarify. Really go deep into their experience. Let them feel held by you and let them understand how 
present you are and attuned you are with them to truly hear their experience and not fix them or advice give or you know, try to distract away from something that's difficult or that you're kind of bored with or you don't want to hear. Really practicing presence, attunement, and deep listening. If you're looking to dive deep into your possibility for 2023, if you are looking to remove some of the roadblocks that are coming up for you in your life right now, that you're starting to take notice of, if it's in your purpose, within your career, within your relationships, within your most intimate relationships, or your relationship to your own self, take the time today to reach out to me for your first free 30-minute coaching session, and we can dive in, or at least dip on in, into the possibility of what's next for you so that you can make 2023 and beyond a space of deeper healing, deeper empowerment, deeper self-discovery, deeper self-awareness. And if you're in relationship, much deeper potential and possibility, connecting, loving, building something strong with your most loved ones. Another way to deepen all your relationships is by learning how to use your body as a connector. Okay. Now, some people out there that you're with as, as friends or as in, in, in relationship might feel a little a reticent and they might have, there might be a lot of reasons behind that. Some of their past hurt or trauma or bodily things that are stuck within them and their nervous system and parts of their body. So we want to be careful here. And, and this is where being present and attuned to the other person, like really trying to gauge how receptive they might be. But regardless, we can do these things by simple gestures first. And using the body as a connector in a simple way would be to just gaze into someone's eyes. And if we gaze too long or harshly, it could be triggering to another person. But to take the time to soften ourselves, soften our gaze, and really drink someone else in, just like the previous step that I talked about with listening, really drink in their presence, which is vulnerable, right? To really gaze and and meet their gaze. Okay. And another way would be to open your body physiologically to them. Like notice when you're talking to them, I mean, are you closed off or your arms crossed or are you open and receptive? What are your legs like? What are your hips and shoulders like? Are you rounded in and your shoulders closed off or are you opened up? So pay attention to what your physiology is messaging to them. We want to have a space of openness and receptivity in our physiology. Okay. And another thing is physical touch. Again, as I said, we might really want to tune in. Some people, it's not connective or deepening to touch, or it might take some time for them. But I'm a fan of hugs, so uh, not everybody is. So I have to tune into that. But I know for me, hugging and touch, hugging just people generally is really connective for me. And for you, what could that be? Could it be holding someone someone's hand? Could it be putting your hand on their shoulder or putting your hand on their thigh? Now, Again, we want to be sensitive here. Now, we don't want to come off awkward or, you know, we want the touch to come from a place of goodness. If there is any sexual attraction to this person, that is going to have to be reckoned with. And I would recommend not to touch if there's sexual attraction. And if that, if there is sexual attraction, maybe there's some other road to go down with that relationship or not, right? Depending on what it is. <laughs> Uh, but if it's a genuine desire to create a deeper sense of um, intimacy with this person in a, in a friendship or relationship way, what type of touch could work for you? You know, it's funny. My wife and I, are, we watch this, we watch Viking shows a lot. And in one of the shows, um, I don't know if this is true to Viking heritage or just made up for the show, but the Vikings put their heads against one another. 
uh, men and men and men and women and women and men and they and women and women and they put their heads next and kind of like connect their foreheads and in an embrace and it's so sweet i do this with my wife actually we love to do it it's so sweet it's like this like really coming close in with someone and really seeing them touching them from a vulnerable space of the of the forehead and looking them in the eyes Anyway, I just want to bring that up. Super interesting. So that's something you could play with. And yeah, if you're looking for more tools, you can always reach out and we can explore more for you and your unique journey. All right, let's go forward a little bit more. We could talk about physiology and our body as a connector a lot more. That could be a whole podcast episode and maybe it will. A next step is to practice vulnerability. Practice being vulnerable. And this connects to number one, which is sharing your inner life. And to number two, which is listening well, how and when can you be vulnerable and how can you share your vulnerability with another? And that also includes you being vulnerable to another person's vulnerability and you being vulnerable to allowing yourself to be loved and cared for. Okay. So vulnerability is the big statement here, obviously. And how can you be more vulnerable? Sometimes I'm in relationships and I notice I feel reticent to be vulnerable. That means that I might not be able to go deeper into that relationship. Or it might mean that I need to look at my own self and say, why am I reticent or fearful to be vulnerable with this person, to share something that is uh, could be seen as, I don't know, weak or could be judged or you know, I might have some feelings around or might not align with how I, you know, I think this person sees me or I want to be seen. So those are questions you can ask yourself right? What, who are the people in my life I feel comfortable being vulnerable around? Be more vulnerable there, build upon that. And if there's others that I feel reticent, why is that? And do I need to create more awareness of myself around that and, and challenge myself to be vulnerable? Or do I need to create, like we said earlier, a boundary with this person, knowing that vulnerability might not really happen, or maybe it's a little bit of both pushing that boundary. So boundaries are always dynamic vulnerability. The men's circle, again, that's a place for men to come together and be and learn how to be more vulnerable because often the culture of manhood that a lot of us took on, vulnerability is definitely seen as a weakness and it's seen as something that will be exploited or judged or shamed. So creating a healthy culture of vulnerability allows us to actually become empowered in our own self and in our relationships. Okay, moving on. Deepening a relationship to be supporting those you love, really supporting them, be there, being there in support and challenging them. Okay. So supportive means, okay, I'm, I'm willing to, you know, at times, so some of us are over, overly supportive in relationships, right? We um, are maybe the helpers. So if you are that person, tune into that, you might need a more boundaries around that. But generally speaking, right, in our intimate relationships, we want to support other people. We want to take the time out of our life to be there for them. We want to sacrifice some of our own time reasonably and sustainably to give to them and be supportive when they feel down, when they need assistance, either physically, emotionally, spiritually. And we also want to challenge them. So we don't just want to support them and help them and, and kind of prop them up. We want that. We want to say, you're doing a great job because that could be part of support. I see you. Great job. Wow. I noticed what you're doing in your life. So powerful. And how much more powerful it would be to combine that with also challenging other people in a positive way, out of support, meaning we see where we can support the other person. And if that other person seems stuck or they're back in their strategy 
and we've deepened our relationship already with them. We've listened to them. We've become vulnerable and we know their strategy. Maybe as their loved one, we could say, hey, I'm seeing your strategy come up again and I'm going to challenge you here. I love you. I care for you and I want you to grow. So not only am I here to prop you up, but I'm also here to prop you up in a way that could challenge you to, 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 to your growth edge. Um, this can be difficult in relationships. Sometimes we fear that if we challenge uh, someone in our life, if we give them feedback, that they might not like us or they might run away or defend. So this is a good test as well to see what relationships you can really deepen. And it could be also a test with your in your own self. If you're someone who's a people pleaser and you might feel a little bit reticent to give feedback to another person out of out of a desire to love them, right? We need to check in about our feedback. Why are we actually giving it out of a desire to love them, not as a desire to, to rip them down or to puncture them or make them feel bad about themselves, but a genuine desire for them to grow and be loved and empower themselves. If I'm doing that, if I really am feeling that, it might be challenging, right? If we're a people pleaser, because it could be a little difficult. Um, we could feel uncomfortable there. So kind of rambling about this one, but this is a this is a, a, a beautiful one. It's something that I learned from some of my teachers that our relationships are a place that we can support each other unconditionally in a, in a lot of different ways. And then also make sure that one another is growing. I want relationships that are mirrors to me. I might hire someone for that to get like a clear mirror. And I might also see other relationships as mirrors that are showing me how I need to grow. So I want to call those people forward in my life to give that to me and to also allow me to give that to them. The next one in the list of deepening would be deepening a relationship by giving it more time, energy, commitment, and giving other people not in alignment with such depth, less time, less energy really seeing which which relationships are able to be deepened and then starting to maybe say, look, I might want to give less time to the ones that I can't deepen that are a little bit more precarious deepening and really like double down on the ones that I can deepen with. And this is something that I've been really blessed in my life to practice and, and have people in my life that that's happened over time. Consistent years of feeling deep with this person, moving through stages of my life feeling supported by them, feeling challenged by them, feeling like I'm really heard by them and that I can really hear them, being vulnerable with them, opening up phys physiologically with them, physically with them. So take the time, maybe list those people in this exploration. Okay, which people are able to deepen and which aren't, and maybe I'm ready to give more time to those that are, and a little less to the others. Could be challenging because some of those other people that we don't deepen with could also give us other paybacks in relationship. So that's something for you to tune into for your own self. Finally, deepening a relationship. I like this one on my list. There's lots here. So, I mean, there's so many ways you can deepen a relationship, right? So after this podcast, tune into your own ways. But finally, the last one on this episode is by allowing that things in a relationship can get messy, can get silly, can get freaking weird, wild, disconnected, dark, complicated. And can I still come back? With, to this person? Can I still lean on love? We're going to go through stages where we're disconnected with loved ones, with lovers, with partners, with family members. We're going to go through stages where things seem wild, where we feel at, at odds with this other person, and we feel disconnected, and we feel silly and weird. That's okay. And I would say that's good. That's all part of our relationship. And the conscious person looking to deepen 
learns to navigate through those and come out deeper on the other side. How did that disconnection help us grow deeper? How did that wild time in our relationship or that complicated time in our relationship help us come back together and get deeper? And this is not just with partners, it's with all relationships that are deep in our lives. That is something to navigate. You know, I'm going to add one more to this list. And I, it was brought up when I said silly is to deepen a relationship. We want to be freaking silly with people. We want to play with people. We want to be playful. We want to be childlike, joyous in our bodies, frolicking, being goofy, whatever that is for you. That's such a great way to deepen our relationship. And it's a great way to deepen our relationship to our own self. Our yoga teacher trainers in Philadelphia just graduated. And one of the trainees did a workshop that was like at times so silly. And we danced and, and did weird movement improv on the uh, yoga studio floor. And I was just so joyful. And I was just laughing and playing. And everybody was laughing and playing together. And it was so powerful. So what are the ways that you can do that with one person, with a group of people, really just let loose, be like a child again. Another thing that made me think of this, I was walking the streets in Philadelphia recently, and I just heard the like, almost like cries of joy from kids just playing on the playground. Just, ah, like just running around amok, going up and down slides, you know, it was so, so joyous. What can do that for you? How can you do that with your own self and with others to really be in a state of joy, of real presence, of goofiness, of being frivolous and carefree? So that's a great list for you. And as I mentioned, uh, after this could be your Empower Connection practice tool, or this whole podcast is really a, a Power Connection practice tool. Once you navigate these and bring some of these steps into your life that I listed on the podcast, what are some other ways that you know that you can learn to deepen in your own life. Maybe they're personal to you. Maybe there's certain things that really help you connect to others and to connect to your own self in deeper ways. Explore them on a regular basis. And remember, the mantra could be wake up today and say to yourself, how can I deepen my relationship to myself today? And how can I deepen my relationship to others? And maybe how can I deepen my relationship to something greater. These are the themes of the podcast, and I'm just going to come back to them over and over again and invite you to do the same. Cheers on your journey of empowerment. Cheers on your journey of relational deepening. Please connect with me on this podcast. Every week we have an episode. Share a favorite episode with a loved one. Connect with me on social media at empowerconnection.me for daily updates and tips and tools to bring into your life. And of course, reach out to me if you'd like to connect so that you can create more capacity to deepen that relationship to yourself and to others and move forward in your journey of life in a way that is joyful, in a way that is connected, and in a way that is open to the mystery of love and the mystery of personal growth and transformation. Much love and gratitude.